0: Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Maybe you didn't grow up with a growth mindset, but there's no reason why your kids can't have one. These five hacks will help you help your kids foster a growth mindset so they can accomplish more with confidence. First, I'll start with a story about a disagreement amongst friends. "'Where are your girls?' my mom-friend asked as we settled around the kitchen table at a farmhouse in the San Juan Islands. They went to bed. "'In the tent? By themselves?' another mom-friend asked in astonishment. "'Sure,' I said. "'The tent is only 100 feet from the door.' and the girls know where to find us if they need us. There's no way I'd let my kids sleep in a tent outside if I weren't in the tent with them, my first friend announced. We are on an island with little traffic, and the tent and house are down a half-mile driveway, I reminded her. Still, I can't believe you let them sleep in a tent alone. How old are they? Five and six, I told her. They're pretty responsible kids. They do their own laundry. Their own laundry? My second mom friend broke in. Can Sarah even reach the controls? Yep, with the help of a stool, I said with a grin. The shocked faces of my friends told me they didn't share the same pride and enthusiasm I did for our girls' accomplishments. But, but, what about their self-esteem? My first friend asked. Self-esteem is overrated, I said. Now my friend's mouths hung open in shock. Kids don't need self-esteem. They need self-confidence. There's a difference? Absolutely. Self-esteem just means that kids think a lot of themselves. It grows when we tell them how wonderful they are for every little thing they do, whether it's wonderful or not. How do you define self-confidence, then? Self-confidence means kids have confidence in themselves to solve problems and face obstacles. It grows when we praise the product and encourage the child. I guess, my first mom friend said, but I still think self-esteem is really important. I didn't make this stuff up, I assured her. I learned the whole praise-the-product-encourage-the-child thing from an educator named Harry Wong. Can you give me an example? Sure. When your kid scribbles a picture of something on a piece of paper and brings it to you, do you tell them how beautiful it is? Of course, they said in unison. What if you said something like, "'Tell me more about your picture?' Once your kid explains a bit, you say, I can tell you put a lot of thought into choosing the colors. You really like to draw, don't you? I hope you draw more pictures to share with me. Okay, that makes sense, they nodded in agreement. How do you think your kid will feel if you tell him for 10 years that he's an exceptional artist and he goes to school and realizes he can't draw worth beads? They'll feel like we lied about their art abilities, one of the spouses who'd come into the room during our discussion said. Exactly. We don't have to say mean things. You drew a dog, it looks just like a squiggly line. But we can ask questions like, what do you think you'll do differently the next time you draw a dog? But how do your kids know what you think of them? We tell them all the time, I exclaimed. We just don't attach you're so wonderfuls' and I love you so much to anything they do. We'll see how that works for you in 20 years, one of the women mumbled in disbelief. So here are five hacks to encourage a growth mindset and help your kids develop self-confidence. Hack number one, praise the right thing. It turns out that more than one smart person believes in the importance of choosing our words carefully. Carol Dweck, Ph.D., agrees with Harry Wong. Praising intelligence and talent makes kids vulnerable. But praising effort, strategy, and process of problem-solving makes them grow. If we want our kids to have a growth mindset, we need to help them separate who they are from what they do. Making bad choices doesn't make us bad people. Likewise, making good choices doesn't make us good people. Good people can make bad choices. What we do with our decisions do matter, though. We should love and regard our children unconditionally, but we need to make sure that we don't attach personal feelings about our children to their accomplishments. We need to avoid saying things like, Oh, what a beautiful picture. I love you so much. Or, Wow, I'm so proud of you for getting that math question right. Instead, tell your kids at random times around the supper table, I'm so proud of you, and just leave it at that. Come up and give them a big hug and say, I love you so much, and leave it at that. Hack number two, never stop encouraging your kids. When they find something difficult, help them to reframe their negative self-talk. When you hear a child say, I can't do this, encourage them with, you can't do this yet. Some skills take minutes to master, others years. When you encourage your children with the power of yet, They learn this valuable lesson. The power of yet helps children develop a growth mindset. They learn about life as a journey with failure and successes along the way, instead of life as a destination with terminal points caging them in. Hack number three, exchange limiting beliefs for launching beliefs. Bob Goff, in his latest book, Dream Big, tells a story about his grandparents who lived nearby and had a room set aside for little Bob. Every time they entered Bob's bedroom, they would leave a nickel in room rent. Bob says, This delighted me. It wasn't the cash that lit me up. It was about honor and acknowledgement. The thought that I mattered so much my grandparents would keep track of the times when they were in my room made me feel loved and valued. To them, I was amazing, smart, talented. Did I mention amazing? I was these things in their minds, so I was these things in my mind. Goff believes his grandparents' unconditional love and regard for him created what he calls launching beliefs. When someone believes in us, it makes it easier to believe in ourselves. Instead of listening to limiting beliefs, we feel capable to take on any project. Notice that Goff's grandparents didn't attach their launching beliefs to any actions on Goff's part. They just believed in him. They told him they loved him and thought he was amazing. You can be that person for your children. Don't let your own limiting beliefs beat the aspirations out of your children. Hack number four, teach your kid how to set goals. Model goal setting with your children or other young people in your life. Our kids have left the nest, but I share some of my personal goals with my students. Let your kids know why and how you choose certain goals. Explain the difference between habit goals and achievement goals. Let them in on the planning when you set smart or smarter goals. Better yet, call together a family meeting and set family goals. Kids need to see that you value change in learning in order for them to value it too. Hack number five, celebrate progress. Most people don't go from zero to 60 in an instant. Our kids don't either. But we can help them develop a growth mindset if we celebrate progress along the way. If your kid wants to learn to tie her own shoelaces, celebrate her ability to make bunny ears first making those tiny laces form into two loops at the same time takes practice. Acknowledge the progress with celebration. Give out high fives like they don't cost anything. Some of us, me, worry too much about perfection and forget to enjoy the journey in our own lives and in the lives of those around us. Blow up balloons, have a party, do something, anything to let your kids know that you see and acknowledge their progress. Likewise, Celebrate your own progress toward your goals with your family. When you model encouragement, even the littlest ones pick up on it. This summer, our almost four-year-old grandson would shout, Good job, Abula, when I did something that he thought looked difficult for me. If everyone made a habit of encouraging and celebrating each other, the world would look a whole lot different. We can start at home with our own kids. So I bet you're wondering, how did our girls turn out? Twenty years have passed since that conversation in the kitchen. Although our girls, and us, made many mistakes along the way, I can say with certainty that I have great pride in our daughters and in their accomplishments. Not to mention that I love them even more now than when they entered the world. At 17 and 18, they set a goal of saving up money and traveling around Europe for a month. They worked as hotel maids, rode their bikes instead of driving their cars, cars they had purchased with their own money, And saved every penny. The following summer, they bought their own plane tickets and spent a month visiting places they'd dreamed about. We didn't help them with a single penny. They did this while paying their portion of high school and college tuition, too. My two best friends, a.k.a. our daughters, married, have great jobs, and have come through personal hardships along the way. In answer to the challenge in the farmhouse on the San Juan Islands, it worked out well. Worrying more about instilling self-confidence rather than self-esteem in our girls really did work out for us 20 years later. Nowadays, they call the process fostering a growth mindset. Anyone can do it, but you may have to start with yourself. The five hacks for helping your kids develop self-confidence are Hack number one, learn to praise the right thing. Hack number two, never stop encouraging your children. Hack number three, exchange limiting beliefs for launching beliefs. Hack number four, teach your kids how to set goals. And hack number five, celebrate progress. Come back next week when I talk about how to develop self-awareness so you can lead a happier life. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net. Or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.